boys got something to say to me? Why don't you talk into the microphone? I got a backup mic right here. Check one, two. Testing, testing. Yeah, they both working, and guess what? They don't like no feedback. What's up? Broadcasting live from Winterfell Studios Portland, Oregon. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. It's the 503 I am going to plant my seed in you. With John Bryant. So fucking classy. And yeah. such a fucking gentleman. And Lynn the Jazzman Thunder. Hey! You're talking to my guy all wrong. It's wrong tone. Do it again. I'll stab you in the face with a soldering iron. Brought to you by Taco Bell. Live Moss. What up, Kill Crew? That's right, it's 503 Killcast, all killing over for the eight days a week, and John Bryant, I am so sore. I feel like shit. Oh yes. my god. Don't feel as bad as Little Us, though. Oh yeah, dude, I uh, got a picture from him. He went to the hospital last night. He may have, he's got broken something. Yeah, Kill Crew, you missed an intense game of flag, quote-unquote, football. <laughs> Hoo-wee! I can barely move my head, John Bryant. That's right. We had a lot of the Kill Crew show up and ball out, too. Yeah. Uh, well, Little Less was the little Antonio Gates out there. He was like oh, a yeah. tight end with a bit of a belly, catching right. everything. And he had a couple sacks, too. Yeah, including he caught the ball that he hurt his shoulder on. So, yeah, um, and he did not come out for a single play. Yeah, unlike some people in the league. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we compared Shane. Uh, guys, I'm anemic, and I'm shitting myself. <laughs> So yeah, it was a good time. We had like we played seven on seven. Luckily, we all had flags. So I yeah. think flag football is kind of the way to go. It's more fun to two hand touch and or tackle. I like wrap up because it usually turns into tackle eventually. <laughs> Dude, I don't know if you'd Lint Thunder. You got hurt before the game even started. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Uh, so I was warming up, catching some footballs, and yep. because later in the game I knew I was going to need to catch some footballs. Yep. And so I'm going long on this deep route. And it's just a warm-up, just throwing, not looking around for anything. And as I'm tracking the ball, it's going over my head. I'm running full speed, and I turn around, and boom, face first into John Bryan, who's like, oh, down, <laughs> like he's guarding I, me or something. I said, get that weak-ass shit out of here. <laughs> I, I was going for the ball, and literally, the, the thing you was... You weren't even in the warm-ups. <laughs> he th- well, he threw it like three feet from where I was standing, so of course I'm going to turn around and bat the ball down. Oh, my I'm God. I'm just going to give it to you. Yeah, so I not even when the game hadn't even started, I'm sitting there with a bloody nose. <laughs> I thought you broke your nose. <laughs> <laughs> Shane did too. Yeah, um, but dude, you were like a little Luke Keekley out there. You were making tackles on tackles on tackles. I had two touchdowns too. And you were yeah, you're an offensive weapon. Yeah, uh, no, no one's better than that red shirt guy though. What do you have like seven interceptions, three yeah. for pick sixes? <laughs> when I was on the opposite team, it was just don't throw it at the red shirt. And then you guys kept throwing it to the <laughs> it red was, shirt. He was all over the field. Anyway, no one cares about yeah. this. Uh, uh, it's it's week ten in the NFL or week twelve in the NFL. That's right. Uh, getting close to playoffs and some big matchups this week. So already, I mean, it's it's Friday. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. I hope everyone had a good Thanksgiving. Yeah, enjoy your turkey day. Yes, um, we had some good games. Well. Two good games. We had a horrible game game on Thursday, John Bryant. We'll talk about it a little bit when we talk about the Thursday games. It was a terrible game. I enjoyed the Cowboys game immensely. I did not enjoy the Cowboys game one bit. Um... So yeah, what do we? Uh, we got to recap last week. We That's forgot. Right. We forgot to do the burrito bet. I know. I After know we were that. all talking about it, and we're all tied up. We're gonna do it today. Yeah, I think it was. I, I blame the whiskey. 
Yeah. Because uh, we didn't have it. We're drinking a lot of whiskey in terms of yeah, medicinal a, purposes yeah, right now. So this show might be a little bad. <laughs> but anyway, housekeeping. John Bryant last week, highest score, like 184 or something. Yep. Only my second highest of the season. Yep. But, and yeah. then Brennan, lowest score again. Yeah. It'll keep happening, especially since he doesn't set his lineup. Yeah, that's on the legal lineup, Brandon. We'll have to talk about that. Uh, interesting week, though, this week. No bye weeks. Yeah, week 12, no buys. Kind of crazy. Got two teams on bye in week 13. But All right. John Bryant, we do have one fan question that came in. Uh, this fan basically writes, I deleted the email, okay. so I just sort of have it. I'd paraphrase it. But basically, the, the thrust is, what's going on with Spencer Ware? Uh, I don't know what's going on with Spencer Ware. He's, I mean... This is the, probably the first year he's taken on the immense workload that he's had. I mean, last year he did a little bit, but he's probably not had it. And but, you know, right up until his concussion, he was doing super well. Now what? Now he's had, like, three 10-point games. What's yeah. going on? I, I don't know. And it seems like they've <laughs> discovered their passing game. Tyreek Hill having a good games. Travis Kelsey shining a little bit. Mm-hmm. Despite yeah. Macklin not being in there. Oh, I know, right? Yep. Here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking this is what's going on. <clears throat> they just played, like the three of their last four weeks, they played like three of the top rush defenses. That'll do it. Spencer was a little concussy. Mm-hmm. And they didn't have Alex Smith in there. Had the backup guy going in. Maybe he wants to throw it, fight for his job a little bit. <clears throat> Might just been a game flow thing. I think Spencer was going to bounce back in a big way this week. Really? I do. All right. Maybe he'll show up in the DFS segment. Maybe. All right. All right, all right. Okay, John Bryant, let's recap those Thursday games because, boy, howdy, they were rough. Yeah, the so we had, what was the first one? Viking-Lions. Yeah, that was kind of a low-scoring game, 16-13. Not a whole lot happening, but there were still a lot of fantasy points to be had. Adam Thielen shining with a great 13.5 points in PPR. Then Kyle Rudolph, I think, caught a touchdown. It was a very good tight end play. Yeah, um, I got burnt by um, Eric Ebron. I, a lot of people did. I got burnt real <laughs> bad by Eric Ebron this week. Uh, zero catches for zero points. I, I don't know what happened. He was so good the week before. Did you start him? And my oh, yeah, I I made two. They had a, like a Thursday only DFS thing, so it was only between. Ouch. The, yeah, and in my two lineups, he was my tight end in both of them. That's rough. Yeah, so I didn't win. Any I know a lot of people went with him because they're scared about Gronk. Yeah, they're scared about Gronk, and uh, yeah, it's it's a rough week for tight ends. We'll get into that later. It is. But, yeah. yeah. But that, that not a not a high flying game, low scoring, kind of a defensive struggle, and then the Cowboys Redskins well, game, Matt, complete opposite. Matt Prater got me uh, twelve points for my kicker. No one cares about That's, kickers. I, know, I just like to point it out because I rarely get it right. Yeah, the Cowboys Redskins game. How do you like Ooh. Matt Prescott? Whew. I mean, I don't. It's not him. I mind. It's fucking Jordan Reed. Oh well, yeah, you you got bent over the barrel by Boobinet because Jordan Reed had a day, and so did uh, Ezekiel, well, Ezekiel Elliott. Elliott. Yeah, playing against both of those guys was real rough. And here's the kicker. Going into halftime... We don't talk about kickers. Okay, fine. (laughs) Rim shot. Here's the... Anyway. yeah, Going into halftime at that game, I'm looking at it. Ezekiel Elliott's got like eight points. Jordan Reed's got three points. Looks like he's out for the game. I'm thinking, whoo, I just survived his two best players. I'm going to just have a great week. Nope. Wrong. (laughs) Wrong. Oh, my God. Jordan Reed came back with a separated shoulder. Did you see this? He's got yeah. a grade three AC separation. Played through it. Separated shoulder. gets like 90 yards and two touchdowns. Jesus Christ. 
It's fucking incredible. Yeah, and it wasn't even garbage time either. Like it, it was a pretty close game throughout the whole thing. In terms of a football game, it was very nice. I liked it a lot. In terms of a fantasy game, it was pure shit. Yeah, Dez only got me twelve points, so I was okay with that. But I don't think anyone playing in that game had a bad game. Crowder did well. Garcon did well. Jackson did well. Kirk Cousins did super well. Kirk Cousins kicked yeah. ass. I think the only fantasy player who didn't have a great game was Rob Kelly. Yeah, Fat Rob. Fat Rob uh, dropped the ball this weekend. Uh, that sucks because he had a great week last week. I think he was a victim of game thro- game flow more than anything else. Yeah. I mean, Cowboys That's what the are Cowboys just do to you, controlling they just it, eat the clock, and yeah. uh, score touchdowns. You got to get out there and score and keep up. Yep. Um, then the last game was a snoozer. I didn't even watch most, much of the Patriot or um, the Steelers and the Colts. Well, just, you know, Scott Tolzien wasn't going to do nothing. Yeah. Although I feel bad for him. He had a really good game. Like three times they got down to like inside the five and couldn't score. They went front and forth down every single time. So I liked I liked the play calling. Big balls Pagano. But, you know, when you get down there three times and you come away with nothing three times, that, that makes for a bad game. Yeah. Uh, how did Carter do? With Did he play uh, Big Ben this week? Uh, no, he didn't. Yeah. Eh, Big Ben put up 20, though. It's not bad. Yeah, it was kind of funny. Going into this, everyone's like, all right, Big Ben historically does really well against the Colts, but historically, he also does really shitty on the road. Yeah, Le'Veon Bell put up a nice 24 points. Oh, God, then did you see Antonio Brown with, what was it, three touchdowns? Yeah, Mikey's biggest fear in fantasy football is Antonio Brown, and this is why. (laughs) Oh, my God. It just always happens to him. Didn't Antonio Brown put, like, 40 against him last year in the playoffs? Well, he said that in the last three games he's gone against Antonio Brown, he's put up 100-plus points, so... Ouch! Yeah, sorry, Mikey. Yeah, and uh, but he did put, he did play Kurt Cousins, Mikey did. So that was real smart. That was a good. I don't know. Mikey's gotten so screwed this year. We'll get into it on the injury report. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Mikey. Yeah. All right. Well, those were the Thanksgiving games, and I gotta say, a pretty good lineup of football. football yeah, it would have been a lot nicer if Andrew Luck had played. They, it would have been three great games. Yes. Well, exactly. two and a half great two games. Yeah. Yeah. Because that first game, eh, it's a stinker. Mm-hmm. I feel bad for Sam Bradford. He's got like the highest completion percentage in the league, and his team's like five and a half, five. Yeah. It's and the nasty. best defense in the league. I don't know what the heck. They just I guess they can't run the ball without AP. Well, they can't run the, fo- the ball without an offensive line. They've lost like three starters on their offensive line. Yeah. They're not good. All right, John Brunch, should we do the injury report? Injury report. Ah! 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 Hey, Lynn Thunder, before, it's, uh, before we get into the injury report, it's Thanksgiving. Um, I was just wondering if you'd like to say anything that you're thankful for. Thankful for beating Schaefer this year. Okay. I'm thankful that none of my players are on the injury report this week. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> and DeMarco. Man. Uh, I'm thankful for him. Continue. Uh, all right. Actually, John Bryant, <clears throat> before we get into the injury report, I do want to say something I am truly thankful for. Okay. I am ever so grateful that we have a robust and competitive league. Yes. And I feel like the only thing it's missing is that capstone that head that face of the league you know mm-hmm. someone that can really Im- 
body the league and lead the league. Make it great again. Yeah, that's that's the only thing our, our league is lacking. I, I feel so grateful to be a part of something so great every year, but it's just that small imperfection. I wish there was a way to fix it. Yeah, me too, man. Oh, I, well. just, I can't really think of one. <sighs> if only there was someone. <laughs> someone who could step up. That'd be great. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on to the injury report. Let's stop. Top of the pops, AJ Green, torn hamstring. Ooh, that's gotta hurt. Oh, <laughs> damn. Yeah, that sucks. Shit. I like AJ Green. I like him too. I mean, and he's a good fucking player. He is. Yeah. So quick and goddamn, he just he's got he's got hops, man. Yeah. Stacks mad paper, then hops over it. Yeah, and he's probably. I mean, he's he's. I don't think. Torn hamstring. Yeah, yeah. He's not coming back for the fantasy playoffs. Do you think? No, definitely not. And yeah. I think that if Cincinnati, I don't think Cincinnati's going to be in playoff contention after the next two games, three games. Well, especially when we go down the injury report and look at Giovanni Bernard with a torn ACL. Yep. God, there goes their one of their one-two punch because Jeremy Hill is really their passing down back, and it it's such a high-powered offense, and they throw so much that. He's more than just a third down back, but really that's where his skill set he's is. He's one of Andy Dalton's weapons, definitely. Yeah. I mean, Jeremy Hill's going to get a lot more work, but they lost a little bit of that power punch with Giovanni Bernard. Yeah. Do you remember who Cincinnati plays this week? Baltimore. Baltimore. It's a rough defense. It's a it rough is. defense to be missing. Great defensive line. Players. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. CJ Procease. I feel so bad. I feel like like the Madden curse or something. We were talking him up last week about I, second half players, and we labeled him, and... And who do you love last week? I said you can't trust CJ Procise. You did. <laughs> and he had a good game. He did. But <laughs> now he's out. Going to yeah. miss eight weeks. Yeah, he's done. I bet um, they feel like real ass. The Seahawks feel like real assholes for cutting Christian Michael. Nah. They're leading rusher. Because they're like, oh, our two injury-prone guys are coming back. We're going to be fine. We don't need you, Christian Michael. And then one of them goes down and the other one. Plays so fucking hard that he's always Thomas Rawls is always going to get hurt. Yeah, but they only need him for like what three months because they're probably going to make the playoffs. You don't think that Thomas Rawls might get hurt in the next three months? Uh, a broken leg is not something that happens over and over again. It's not like a soft tissue injury. But he missed the first half of the season. It had nothing to do with his broken leg. I thought it did. No. What was it? I don't know. It was was his broken leg that he broke halfway through last season. Well, all right. I don't know. I don't know, dude. Anyway, if you've got Thomas Rawls, you're feeling good. To his credit, he runs super hard, but he runs so hard and violent that he's very prone to injury. I don't know. Maybe if they put, like, titanium in him. That'd be cool. Turn him into, like, Wolverine running back. Yeah. Wolverine. (laughs) All right. Zach Miller, broken foot. That's really rough. Does not own or operate a grain refinery, but he's got a broken foot. <laughs> yeah, he's out the rest of the season. Jay Cutler got a torn labrum in his shoulder. He's likely out for the rest of the season, but of course, John Fox is all like, oh, he's day to day. You know what that means? He's out. <laughs> oh, God. Fucking Matt Bartlett. <laughs> oh. This has been, as a Bears fan, this has been my like 40 years in the desert this season. <laughs> The fantasy gods continually testing my faith and commitment to the Bears. <laughs> the football gods just shitting all over me. But I tell you, next season's going to be a lot better. Let me tell you, dude. It can't possibly be worse than this season. I've been through that desert. And, the, and when it gets, when you come to the other side, it is beautiful. And that's what this season is for me. See, that's, that's what I'm hoping for. 
Yeah. All right. uh, Matt Barkley's uh, average uh, passing yards is 1.7, by the way. All right, John Bryant. Up the field. I, I got a little bet for you. Okay. What do you think is going to happen first? Matt Barkley throws a touchdown or Matt Barkley throws five interceptions? Oh, a touchdown. I don't know, man. five? <laughs> yeah, touchdown. All right, what about three interceptions? <laughs> Let's make it interesting. <laughs> I'd put the over-under at two and a half, I think. All right. <laughs> oh, man, it's going to be ugly. Yeah. All right, <clears throat> on to the Eagles. Ryan Matthews sprained his MCL. He's out for Monday's game, and he could miss several weeks. Of, he, of course he's going to miss several weeks. He's, I mean, we're Ryan talking Matthews. about... <laughs> yeah, you're all shit on Tom Free prone. Ryan oh, Matthews Ryan is Matthews the is far poster worse. boy for that. Darren Sproles has a broken rib, but they're saying he's going to play. Yeah, but how effective... I, he's probably They're probably going to play him, but do you think they're going to feature him? I'm, I think it's going to be a no, small one. No, they're going to feature a small one, but... Well. I mean, Darren Sproles is still going to get his normal workload. Mm. And against that leaky, leaky Packers defense and their high fluting offense, I'm yeah. thinking that there's going to be a lot of throwing going on and Darren Sproles is going to catch a lot of balls. I'm starting him. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Gronkowski, punctured lung. Uh, it's It started out, he's likely going to miss week 12. Now it's a true game time decision, apparently. I don't know. Uh, on my way here, I was listening to a podcast, and I can't recall any of the people's names that said this, but the guy said that the reporter that said he was he was um, most likely out is like buddies with Rob Gronkowski's agent. Oh, so everyone everyone on that podcast was going with the assumption that he wasn't going to play. I'm thinking this is classic Bill Belichick. He loves to play the matchups, and that's why he fucks so much with the injury report. He wants people to game plan around Gronk, and then game time he'll sit, and they'll be like, oh, the game plan's worthless. <laughs> yeah. And, and then, then he'll feature, like, Deion Lewis or something. Well, and Martellus Bennett's questionable this week, too. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to sit Gronk this week. Because even if he does play, what if he's a decoy? Yep. I can't trust him. Arr, damn you, Shane. All right. Robert Woods has a knee injury. He's likely to miss multiple weeks, but Sammy Watkins... May return. Activated this week. Yeah, may return. Uh, he hasn't practiced much. Like I think he's been very limited in practice. So yeah. I don't think he's playing this week. But he could know. play. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, Shady McCoy dislocated his thumb real bad last week, but he should play. He had surgery Sunday night, and he's supposed to play. I heard that it was difficult in, um, to pop back in. Which, which is, is a good thing. A good sign. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, and Mike Gillisley. Uh, out with a hamstring injury. So you know Shady's going to get a shitload of touches. He's not going to have a series here and there vultured by Gillisley. Hmm, I I, see, I was thinking that Shady might not play this week, so I might have to check his price on uh, DFS. Oh, against that Jacksonville defense? Yeah. Oh, you might better be, believe you got to start he, him. He might be cheap. Might be, yeah. He'll definitely be a contrarian play. All right, Mark Ingram, uh, he cleared the concussion protocol, but he's still questionable. God, that was scary when he went down. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, if you've got Tim Hightower, I think it's a Buffalo defense. So no, no, it's not. Who are they playing? They are playing L.A. L.A. Uh, still say. a nasty front seven, but yeah. If he, I mean, if it turns out that Mark Ingram is out, I think you've got to start Tim Hightower. L.A.'s offense isn't going to be able to do shit, so they're going to have to. So um, New Orleans is going to end up running the ball and killing some clock. Yeah. yeah, I think Tim Hightower is a good play if Mark Ingram's out. Yes. All right, and those are, I think, all the injuries. It's a lot shorter when you've already got, you know, six teams out of the way. Yeah, Andrew Luck didn't play with his concussion. I saw you put that on there. That's yeah, well, important to note. Yeah, it's important, you know. 
Yep. Three days ago. All right. So, uh, Lynn Thunder. John Bryant. Last week was my big cash week for uh, Daily Fantasy. Yeah, you had $9 in play and won how many? I won 130 bucks. God damn. Yeah. And you bought some lineups. delicious whiskey that I we are now drinking. delicious whiskey for, from uh, that. Um, Yummy. So, yeah, uh, last week was a big week. I hope uh, all the Kill Crew took my uh, DFS advice, put in a couple bucks and won some money. And uh, Hell yeah. You ready for it this week? Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, Alright, so this is who I love this week. We're gonna do some DFS. And like I said last week, hey guys, last week, I thought it looked just a chunk of change. Jim Bright, you know who to love and how to love them. <laughs> <laughs> Alright guys, so this week in DFS, there's not a lot of good cheap running back talent. So, so we're gonna have to pay up a win. That means you need to just pay top dollar for the running back. Yeah. There's a couple good cheap options like um uh, Tim Tom, Hightower. Tim Hightower is only $16. I think he's a great option. Thomas Rawls is $19. I think that's a pretty good option. Um, but we're going to, we're going to just, we just picked out the, our favorite two running backs, high cost guys, and we're going to play them, which is David Johnson, who I think should be in every one of your lineups. Oh yeah. Against Atlanta. Atlanta's got a bad defense, especially up the middle. Yeah. And LaShawn McCoy, Lynn Thunder just broke it down a minute ago. He, he's going to play this week. He's going against Jacksonville. They can't stop anything. And uh, he's kind of the only show in town right now. That's right. Yeah. So, uh, especially if they do bring out Sammy and they just have to look for him. Be, yeah. I mean, if Sammy's out there as a decoy, then, you know, that means that they can't just stack the box against Shady. And Shady's one of those guys where even if they do stack the box, they'll get it out to him in space and he'll use that shake ability to grab, you know, three, four, five yards plus the reception. Yeah. So we're going to need a couple mid-range to low-price uh, wide receivers this week, which are kind of hard to find. But uh, we're going to start out with, you know, who's really cheap this week and I think could have a great week? Who's that? Brandon Marshall. Brandon Marshall. All right. Yeah. Um, they're playing the Patriots. They're playing the Patriots. I think that Ryan Fitzpatrick is tired of being shat on by the New York media, and he's going to try to ball out. And people, you know what? You can throw on the Patriots, right? Well, Malcolm Butler's pretty good, and they might put Malcolm Butler on Brandon Marshall. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm, I'm rolling the dice with Brandon Marshall. He's only nineteen dollars for a uh, for a guy that have that much talent and only be nineteen dollars. I kind of feel like you have to play him. I mean, he's going to get a little better. He's too good to keep scoring like five, six, seven points a game. He's gonna he's due for a breakout where he's gonna get you twelve, thirteen, fifteen. Yeah. Another another player from that same game that we're gonna, this is totally a roll of the dice on okay guy, but he is dirt cheap who's that Malcolm Mitchell the Patriots wide receiver rookie yep. the rookie Patriots wide receiver it doesn't sound like Chris Hogan's going to be hundred percent neither That's true neither is Gronk neither nope. is Martellus Bennett That's true I'm gonna I'm gonna put Malcolm Mitchell in there That's a real gamble Yeah he's only twelve dollars like I said he's I would be afraid of James White Dion Lewis. I would I would be afraid of a run heavy Belichick game plan. Yeah, well, that's what I would be afraid of. I'd but be he afraid knows of it, that but you Tom, can attack. But Tom also likes to air a couple out while that's happening. And you also know that the uh, New York secondary is pure shit, dude. If you want to put, and so Bill Belichick might say, "All right, they're pure shit in the secondary. Let's attack them in the air." Yep. Or do the exact opposite of what everyone thinks he's going to do, which yeah, is what never, he usually does. You never know with Bill Belichick. It's a real roll of the dice. Yeah. So okay, we got okay. Brandon Marshall, Malcolm Mitchell. Um, another guy that I like to put in this week, he's he's not necessarily cheap. 
Um, but I think we can afford him just because we went cheap with Malcolm Mitchell is Doug Baldwin. He's on fire. I think he's a good play. He's on fire. They're going against Tampa Bay. Uh, Doug Baldwin is $29. Oh, wow. I think his price jumped up a lot. Uh, yeah, we'll put him in tentatively now. We might have to relook that, though. But $29. They're going against Tampa Bay. They can't stop anybody. Russell Wilson's back to health. Back and healthy. That's right. So I think we're gonna have to go with them. They've only got one good running back. They're not gonna want to wear wear him out. Now we were. Now let's look at the tight end. We were just looking at tight ends, and um, I think we came down to there's a lot of options this week to, to three really good bargain buys. Yeah, I think that was Will Ty for eleven dollars. Yeah, because we'll, if you look at Jason Witten, I mean he put up twenty nine points against the Cleveland Browns. They give up the most fantasy points to tight ends. And Eli Man has been talking all week about how they need to get Will Ty more involved in the offense. I'm going to go ahead and put him in just off what you said. I'm going to throw out just a couple other names in case other people have some extra bucks they want to spend. Uh, Tyler Eifert with uh, A.J. Green being down and also uh, their other... Giovanni Bernard Giovanni Bernard. I think he's only $18. I think that's a really good play. Question for you. They're what go- about putting Tyler Boyd in? Uh, I mean, they, they need a deep threat. Tyler oh, Eifert oh, is definitely not their deep wide threat. receiver. Yeah, I have Tyler Boyd on here, actually. Okay. All right. Yeah, so he was another guy that I was going to mention, but we're, we've already loaded up our wide receivers. We'll see. We'll see. But I, uh, I like him better than Malcolm Mitchell, personally. Yeah. Uh, another Gary, um, did we say, Gary Barnage is $11. Uh, Josh McCown's back. Gary Barnage, Josh McCown there you go. have had a connection. So you, you think we'll tie over Gary Barnage, though? I think so. Okay. But I think a more intriguing play, but I think he's going to cost a few more dollars, is Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz playing oh, against yeah. that Green Bay secondary, which is pure shit, on Monday night. It's, Green Bay games always seem to be a shootout because their defense is bad, but their offense is good. And I, I just see Zach Ertz getting a lot of opportunity in that game. Yeah, and it's, he's only $15, which is another pretty cheap play. Yeah. Compared to, like, I'll just, just for uh, reference... Gronkowski's 25, Delaney Walker's 25, Olsen's 24, Graham's 21. Yeah. Um, I, I like Ertz and I like Ty. You know, Ertz is probably going to score a little bit more. I think he's got the better opportunity, but he's a little more expensive than Ty. But he's only, he's, you know, we've, we, we've got the money. We should probably, let's go Ty. All right, we're going to go Ty? Yeah. Or not, well, not, uh, I meant Ertz. Let's go Ertz. <laughs> let's go Ertz. $15. <laughs> Hail to the whiskey. Yes. All right. <laughs> defense time. There's only one defense I'm playing this week. Who's that? The New Orleans Saints. Really? Yeah, dude. New Orleans Saints have quietly, quietly kept, um, have played very well in the last four weeks. Really? They've kept their. Uh, that is a very counterintuitive play. Who are they playing? I'm looking it up right now. They're playing L.A. Ooh. With mm-hmm. Jared Goff. Mm-hmm. In New Orleans. In the Superdome. Yeah. I feel like that's a contrarian play that will win you, you know, a lot of money. I don't know if I think they're actually going to be kind of chalk this week. I think a lot of people are going to play the New Orleans Saints. D you think so? Yeah, they're only eleven bucks, or I'm sorry, fifteen bucks, which is almost as cheap as it goes. Um, you know, the I other like the other play. one that we could play is the Tennessee Titans against the Chicago Bears. Yeah, with, actually, I think that's probably the better play because Matt Barkley out. We have lost so many starters on our offensive line. Alshon Jeffrey is out. Uh, Zach Miller is out. You know, who's he going to throw to? Here's the thing, to? though. It's in Chicago. We, at, so. Chicago Bears historically are bad at home. 
We have won more on the road than we've won at home. It's only one. It's only one dollar cheaper than the Saints. I, I'm a huge Bears fan. I say this with so much trepidation and so much self-loathing, but I think you got to play the Titans defense. All right. Well, that's going to be our contrarian, good contrarian play. I think you got to. All right. So now, Lint Thunder, we've got forty-two dollars left in our budget, and we still need to get a quarterback and a flex player. So there's two ways we can go about this. I think quarterback, you go Aaron Rodgers. Well, I don't think we're going to... Actually, there's one way. We have to find a cheap quarterback if we want to play this. All right. Because we're, I mean... Break it down. Quarterbacks usually don't run cheaper than like 25 is the worst. So let's look at the quarterbacks. Uh, Tom Brady's 40. Drew Brees, 38. Aaron Rodgers, 38. So that's the top of the barrel. Um, Go down... Yeah, like we're gonna have to find someone that's closer to what about Derek Carr? Derek Carr is expensive. He's thirty-five. What about Cam Newton? Thirty-three. What about Colin Kaepernick? Uh, I'm just gonna list all the quarterbacks while you list their prices. <laughs> all right. This segment's taking way too long. It is. So I'm just gonna say it right now. We're gonna go Carson Wentz against Green Bay at Philly. I like. He's that. twenty-five. That's bucks. a good play. That's right now. That leaves us with seventeen dollars. He's got a good flex. matchup. Let's find a seventeen dollars player that we like. Flex, flex. Tyler Boyd, maybe. Tyler Boyd, I like it. There. So we got Cameron Meredith, Jeremy Hill, Kenny Stills, Devontae Parker. I like Devontae Parker this week. I like Jeremy Hill because you know he's going to get all the touches against Baltimore, against the best run defense in the league. Opportunity is king. Baltimore, no, it's dude. Opportunity is king. Baltimore shut down Ezekiel Elliott. The only ones that could shut down Ezekiel Elliott so far, and that was two weeks ago. All right, you make a good point. I'm not putting. I'm not playing Jeremy Hill this week. All right, yeah, stay away from Jeremy Hill. Uh, Tim Hightower, sixteen bucks. Dude, put it in. Chalk Done. Up. Boom. All right, let's take a look at our lineup. Fuck it. Carson Wentz against Green Bay at home. I like it. LaShawn McCoy against Jacksonville at home. Love it. Love it. David Johnson at Atlanta in the Dome. Love it. Love it. Brandon Marshall against the Pats. All right. At home. I'm okay with it. I think it's I think there's upside. I wouldn't buy a dinner. <laughs> we can we can we can check them out too. Uh Malcolm Mitchell, super cheap, New England. I uh, I don't like it. I don't honestly. like it, but we, it, you know what? It's a we had we got to have one of those cheap contrarian players in, and I think he's got high upside. All right, all right. I don't like it though. All right, Doug Baldwin, he's on fire right now against Tampa Bay. Love it. Zach Ertz, we got the Zach Ertz Carson went stack. Love it. Tim Hightower against LA at home. Love it if Mark Ingram's out. Don't like it too much if Mark Ingram Mark Ingram's in. All right, and then Tennessee. For Chicago. I hate to love it. In Chicago. I hate to love it. You should, we got one extra dollar left. You sure you don't want to go back to the Saints? I, let's go back to the Saints just so I can sleep <laughs> with a clean conscience I tonight. Like That's a good idea. Uh, you know what? <clears throat> I'm probably wrong, but you know what? I will be wrong for the rest of my life as long as I'm wrong for the Bears. Yeah. So just another quick couple names. Uh, Tyler Boyd, I think he's going to have a good week. Um, he's super cheap at $15. Roll the dice on him. Uh, yeah, we already talked about Tim Hightower, Brandon Marshall, Thomas Rawls. Uh, if you don't want to go with the running, 
running back stack and you want to put in a better quarterback, Russell Wilson's $34 against Tampa Bay. I think that's really good. Yeah. Derek Carr against Carolina. Carolina with no Luke Keekley. Uh, he's $35. I think he's going to have a big game. Actually, uh, although, uh, I would go with the running game in Oakland over the passing game against Carolina. Yeah, that might be true too because I think Crabtree is... Latavius Murray might be better. Yeah. Um, Demarius right. Thomas should have a good week and he's not super expensive. And Devontae Parker, I think, might be a sleeper, too. All right. That's who do you love. That's who I love. Okay. Time for the time machine. Let's do it. The Fantasy Time Machine. Are you telling me that you built a time machine? The guys that scored big on your bench. I've made a huge mistake. Brought to you by Taco Bell. Live Moss. Forget it. I quit. All right, this is the Fantasy Time Machine going back to week 11. We start with the Space, ba- the space Cowboys and digs out for Harambe. And then once again, the Emperor has no clothes. <laughs> Mike Schaefer. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way. Whoops. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go to Mike's. Nor is it any way to go through a fantasy season. Schaefer, you continue to lose whenever you play a good team. This was a good old-fashioned curb stopping by John Bryant, mm-hmm. with half of Schaefer's team continuing to shit the bed. Odell, Osu, and Diggs all scored in the single digits. John Bryant, with Stefan Diggs out this week, do you want to regrade that Darren Sproul Stefan Diggs trade? No, I still think I'd rather have Stefan Diggs. Fuck you. All right. All right. You want that- to regrade your jet- your Dez as a bust in the first round? That wasn't a trade. I didn't grade it. <laughs> Alright, but anyway uh, Stefan Diggs, Olsen, Odell That shit ain't gonna win you any playoff games Mike Schaefer We also set Derek Carr for Eli Manning What a fool Man You are one pathetic loser Alright, moving on Cellar Dweller versus the Dick Buckkiss By week hell bites the jazz man Ooh, That was a rough week John Bryan Yeah, you're uh, Thunder, your team Man, you Dropped a couple in the last couple weeks and just one, and then this week, yeah, yeah. it's it's bye week hell and injuries that are killing me. I, I had some good feelings though with the Pittsburgh D and Thielen, but I couldn't overcome the loss of Gronk, Julio, Shady, and Sproles. That that'll gut any team. Yeah. All right. Meanwhile, touchdown Tyler had the second highest score of the week and continues to move up in the playoff standings. His team's getting hot at the right time. Don't act like you're not impressed. All right. Jay Diddy and Wreck-It Balls. What comes after one, John Bryant? Two. That's right! Two <laughs> wins! Diddy's got two wins! Woo! He does. That's Living awesome. the dream, and he's come out of first place for the first time in months. Uh, Diddy, Diddy, I hope you drank yourself with time. Because <laughs> that's what I would have done. He may be actually um, getting out of the toilet bowl. Dude, with Brennan tanking like he is? Yeah. Yeah, this could be. Could be Brennan and Boobin or right. Sh- or Mikey. Diddy, this calls for a celebration. <laughs> All right. Carter, we warned you about the Raiders in Mexico City against Houston. Enjoy that three and a half points from Crabtree. <laughs> That's not his job, by the way. Yeah. All right. Matt Brown in the Rotor World app versus the Slackjaw Yokels. He's basically on a bye week. If you play Brennan anymore, it's like your bye week. Yeah. All his team is gone, and I think like two of them at least are not even playing anymore. So yeah, he doesn't even set his lineup anymore. That's your bye week. And anyway, Matt Brown barely won his bye week. 
Uh, once again, he picked the wrong tight end, but at least now he has the choice kind of narrowed down for him with Zach Miller out. Mm-hmm. Of course, we saw this week that he started Zach Ertz over uh, Kyle, Rudolph. Kyle Rudolph. So, you know, he probably made the wrong choice again. Uh, Brennan, set your fucking lineup. Not very much talent on the offense. None. I don't care. Set your fucking lineup. Yeah. All right. Balls deep and threat level midnight. What goes around comes around. Shane won by four last week. Lost by three this week. Even though Mikey got a big old goose egg from AJ Green. This is a fondue party, Mike. Mikey, I feel bad for you, but I'm kind of glad you got one win. (laughs) (laughs) Both Shane and Mikey are seeing their playoff hopes evaporate before their eyes because... Go fuck yourself, San Diego. All right. (laughs) Anyway, they're seeing their playoff hopes evaporate before their eyes because Shane's losing some games. Mikey's losing a lot of players. (laughs) Neither of them has a whole lot of talent left on their team. Yeah. Ugh. It's getting ugly. All right. Bourbonic Plague and the Tel Aviv Tigers playing a cursed Brandon Boubinet is just what Tyler needed to stop his, like, what, three, four-game losing streak? Tyler. Uri. Uri. (laughs) I said Tel Aviv Tigers. (laughs) (laughs) Boubinet, you made the wrong choice between Bortles and Stafford again. (laughs) (laughs) He probably did this week because Stafford only had, like, 16 points. Oh, yeah. Losing CJ Proceeds is just the curse striking, striking again. Boobinay, you need to do something about this curse because it's very, clearly very, very strong and it's not going to go away on its own. I know Might you go away this week. I know you had a great game from Jordan Reed and Ezekiel Elliott, but I don't know that that curse. I, I mean, there's I still got my entire team left to play Boobinay. I don't know what's going to happen to you, but if it's bad, it's the curse. Yeah. I mean, if if so, if somehow Boubinet loses this week, it's only because of the curse. Only the curse. Yeah. All right. Or you had big days from us, Russell Wilson and Le'Veon Bell, and you look like a number two in the power rankings kind of team once again. Uri, nothing but the best for you. Oh! I killed it! <laughs> <laughs> All right. John Bryan, let's do the preview. Let's do it. Curse. Sure, he loves it. <laughs> Recording live from somewhere. It's time for the official podcast of right. the 503 Killers Fantasy Football League. Fantasy football is my religion. Nothing brings me greater spiritual enlightenment than picturing me taking my big fat donger that is my team and slapping it in my friend's face, dropping loads on them like manna from heaven. Sunday is my Sabbath, and Mondays and Thursdays and Saturdays in December, baby. It's the 503 Killcast. Here we are at week 12, and Sean Bryant, I gotta say, that is my favorite intro. Me too, it's rocking. Oh, dig it so much. And we're gonna start with my favorite matchup of the week. That is the Dick Buckus versus the Bourbonic Play. It's definitely my favorite matchup. The curse is on the line. It really is. This is kind of the make or break if this curse is real. Is Bubene going to break the curse after, like, what, six weeks? It's been a hard... It's been a long... Yeah. It's been a long trek for Brandon Boubinet. Yeah, he's uh, currently sitting at... Uh, Five and six, and on the outside looking in at the playoffs. Yep. He had a couple stinkers, but this week he's off to a hot start. Ezekiel Elliott, Jordan Reed combining 
for 57 points. Yeah, played Cole Beasley for for 10 points, the Steelers' D for 11. Matthew Stafford for only 16, so that might come back to bite him in the ass. Might, especially if Blake Bortles comes out and scores like 27. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know he's going to have to throw it in garbage time, Boobinay. <laughs> All right, but looking on the other side, uh, I've only had Adam Thielen go 13 and a half points, and I still got my entire team, so I got a shot in hell at this. Yeah, I like your Jordy Nelson play on Monday night. Julio Jones, always. Always got to start him. Ah, Darren Sproles, dude, really? Put LaShawn McCoy in your running back spot and, and fire up Emmanuel Sanders. You really think so? Kansas City can't cover uh, good wide receivers. Any wide receiver over 6'2", they can't cover him. All right, but here's my thinking on Darren Sproles. And you got Tim Hightower on your bench? Do not play. Oh, you're going to give Boobinay this game if you play Darren Sproles. What do you think my lineup should be? Um, I think you should put McCoy in your running back spot. Take out Sproles and put in either Emmanuel Sanders or Tim Hightower. Here's my thinking on Darren Sproles. It's Wendell Smallwood playing. He's going to get a lot of the running touches, but it's going to be a high-scoring game because it's Aaron Rodgers and the Packers offense. That means that Philadelphia is going to want to keep up, and Darren Sproles is going to get a lot of those touches. I mean, we saw... Too much of an injury risk, brother. (sighs) Can't do it. Do you want a burrito bet? Uh, I'll burrito bet you that... Yeah, Tim Hightower... Or actually, I'll burrito bet you that Emmanuel Sanders outscores... Darren Sproles. Darren Sproles. I'll take that back because I'm going to keep it in my lineup. I'm feeling good about it. All right, I'm feeling good about that matchup. You're I'm feeling good about that prime time. Be, all right. All right. And we are at 5-5 five and five on the burrito bets. We are tied up. Okay. Anyway, who's your pick this week, John Bryant? Uh, I got to pick Boobinay, man. I'm sorry. Pick I've, I've picked against you the last two weeks, and I've been right. <sighs> gotta keep evil son of a bitch, John I'm sorry. Bryant. All right. I, I don't know. I like Colin I think- Kaepernick. I like the Broncos D against Kansas City. Uh, Bobby Wagner, always a great IDP play. I think he's leading his team in tackles this season. And I just got to hope that Julio Jones balls out. And I think I'm probably going to put in Will Ty for Rob Gronkowski. I just got to hope that Will Ty is a good game. Yep. All right, well, let's look on the other side. What do you think about Rashard Matthews against Chicago? Because I know a lot of people are playing him. I know a lot of people like him. But here's my one knock on Rashard Matthews. That Chicago defense has a bad secondary with only one cornerback, Tracy Porter. And Tracy Porter always lines up against the wide receiver one. And when you compare having a true cornerback on a wide receiver versus practice squad guys on everyone else, we've seen it about three weeks so far this season, starting with Jordy Nelson against the Bears. When you have one good cornerback on the team's top-tier wide receiver and a bunch of practice squad guys on everyone else, everyone else eats because everyone else is open compared to the wide receiver one. Might this be a Tajay Sharp, Delaney Walker, DeMarco Murray game with Rashard Matthews just not getting the looks because compared to everyone else, he's covered. I can't believe that you spent that much time talking about Rashard Matthews. I'm, I'll know a lot of people want to play him because I he's like hot. Him. I he's like hot. him this week. He's in the flames. I think Matt Barkley kills that team and their defense. I think that the Giants are going to end up killing the clock for most of the fourth quarter. You mean and the just... Titans? You mean the Titans? Oh, I was, yeah. Have Sorry. some more whiskey. Yeah. 
Because I'm about to finish mine. <laughs> I've already finished mine. <laughs> All right. I'm just saying. I don't even have any ice I, left, I don't like Richard Matthews this week. No, I don't either. No, I, I, I think I, it's going to be a DeMarco Murray type of game. I was thinking of Richard Jennings. Yeah. Uh, you need to drink more whiskey. He's done. All right. Uh, and Amari Cooper, I think you can fire up safely against a horrible mm-hmm. Carolina secondary. Crabtree's gimpy this week. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to pick myself, but I'm probably wrong. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Diggs out for Harambe versus Balls Deep, and Mike Schaefer coming out, stumbling out the gates drunkenly. Four points from Frank Gore, eight and a half from T.Y. Hilton. Yuck. Did he not know that Andrew Luck was Yuck. out this week? Uh, he's just fat, drunk, and stupid. That's true. Although, <laughs> Shane, you got one point from Adam and Terry. Leaving Tyro Williams and Doug Martin on his bench. Yuck. Yuck, man. Dude, Doug Martin, he's healthy again. How do you not start Doug Martin? Everyone out there, if you've got Doug Martin in your in your lineup, kudos to you. If he's on your bench, get him in your lineup. He's their one running back. Maybe. Charles Sims is out. Uh, Jaquois Rogers is out. Peyton Barber is out. Who else are they going to run the ball with? Yeah, maybe Mike forgot that they played football on Thursdays and on Thanksgiving. Yuck. Anyway, I like Shane this week. I like Shane too. Um, despite his team not being that great, I think Mike's finally getting exposed for oh. what his team really oh, is. Yeah, which is terrible. I will say this though, I like that Tajay Sharp play for the reasons I just mentioned. Uh, Rashard Matthews probably going to be shut down. Tajay Sharp going to get the looks. Okay. I like it. I like it. I think it's a good upside play. Yeah. I like Shane's JGI against San Francisco. Oh, my God. Ugh. Yeah. You don't need an offensive line against San Francisco. Hell no, you don't. Yeah. Don't trust Kenny Britt, Shane. I'm not sure what you're doing there. Don't we told trust- you last week that he, he would have won last week if we had played Marquise Lee like we told him to, and he's going to sit him again. God damn it, Shane. He's, it, I, I understand why he's not starting because he's starting Allen Robinson. He's just got too many pieces of that Jacksonville offense. Yeah. I, he, he feels like he can't start all of them. Don't start Allen Robinson. Uh, I'd start Allen Robinson. He, he's, he's turned it on. I would shy away from Terrell Pryor, though. With Josh McCown in, he's going to be targeting Gary Barnage. And let's face it, the New, the New York Giants defense is nothing to sneeze at. Yeah. Shane, it's ugly, but you got to just roll with those Jacksonville Jaguars. That's what you are this year, man. Well, let's look at his bench. He's got... I would start Tyrod Taylor. Over Phillip Rivers? Fuck, yeah. What I get. Nah. Houston's secondary is not bad. Nah. Uh, and I would... Ooh, yuck. Ryan Matthews, Quincy Noonwan, Marquise Lee. Yeah. yeah. You think he runs with the two tight end sets? Starting Hunter Henry and Julius Thomas? Mm, no, man, I'm telling you, he just needs to get Marquise Lee in. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. uh, my picks, I'm, I'm picking Shane this week. I'm picking Shane. I think Shane. Shane, Shane is, or Shane's, he's got a lot of potential left, and Schaefer's dug himself too deep of a hole. Nah, I'm picking Schaefer. You're picking Schaefer? Yeah, I like Greg Olson and Lamar Miller this week, and Odell Beckham's always, you know, you never know what that guy's going to do. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like him. All right, and Derek Carr. I, I think it's gonna, gonna be. A, I think it's gonna be a Rashad Jennings type of game against Cleveland. Odell Beckham, mm, unless he gets a big old touchdown, I don't think he's gonna do too great. Yeah, I see 10, 11, 12 points. All right, moving on. Cellar dweller and threat level midnight, Mikey. You had a great game from Kirk Cousins. Unfortunately, Tyler had great games from Dak Prescott and Antonio Brown. I think you're fucked. He's also forced to start Jarvis Landry and Dontrell Inman. I just lost the thing. 
Well, I'll, I'll, I'll read it out to you. Okay. Mikey's lineup, he is down Alshon Jeffrey and AJ Green. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. He's forced to start Jarvis Landry and Dontrell Inman. Jarvis Landry is not a bad start. I don't think you can ever really call Jarvis Landry a bad start. I think he's a bad start, and I'll tell you why. They're playing against San Francisco, and they're going to run the ball all day with Jay Ajayi. They're missing three offensive linemen. They're not going to be able to run the ball as easily as they want to. They're against San to Francisco? Still. Come on, man. I know I just said it, but... Come on, man. <laughs> all right. Um, you know what? I think Jimmy Graham is probably going to have a good game. I like James Starks because he's the only running back in Green Bay. I love Wendell Smallwin. That's a great play. Uh, but you know what? I just don't think he can overcome great days so far from Dak Prescott and Antonio Brown. Tyler still has Larry Fitzgerald, Matt Forte, Travis Kelsey, Kelvin Benjamin, and Steve Smith Sr. Uh, I just I don't see it happening for Mikey this week. No. Mikey, I'm sorry. You're out of the playoffs. Yeah, dude. It's bad. Not going to happen. I think it's Tyler's week. It is Tyler's week. Mikey could still pause. No, he doesn't have that many points either, man. No, man. Mikey. Mikey, you're done. That's your done, year, buddies. son. You know what sucks is he can't even play uh, DFS in the state he lives in. <laughs> oh, Mikey. Move back to Portland. We miss you. Yeah, buddy. All right. The Fighting Gills and the Tel Aviv Tigers. John Bryant, this one's kind of a toss-up. It really is because he, Uri had a hell of a day from Le'Veon Bell. but that, Then he played Eric Ebron. That Eric Ebron goose egg that I can't yeah. even blame him for. No. Eric Ebron looked we, like a great start. Everyone fell for it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? Matt Brown had a pretty decent day from Golden Tate. Yeah, you got lucky there. Got 13 points. He's still got Mike Evans and Aaron Rodgers. I like Aaron Rodgers this week. I like Zach Ertz this week. I don't like Willie Sneed. I don't like Mike Mike Evans either. Going against Seattle. Really? No. I feel like Tampa is going to have to throw. And Mike Evans with Earl Thomas out? Adam Humphreys, baby. Adam Humphreys? I don't know. I think yep. they're going to move Mike Thomas or Mike Evans around and get him off Sherman. Sherman when they have to. Yeah. And without Earl Thomas over there, um, coming over the top, I mean, Cam Chancellor's in, but he's like they're running, like their enforcer safety. He's not their coverage safety. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but Matt Brown, you fucked up. You, you played Zach Ertz over Kyle Rudolph. Kyle Rudolph, 15 and a half points. Zach Ertz could still have away. a good game. And I got to say, I think he needs to get Mike Wallace in his lineup. I'd put Mike Wallace in over Willie Sneed. Mm. Yeah, really think, I think so too. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, it's hard to say. That's a that's a tough one. That's gonna be a knockdown Willie's, drag out game think, with I, Cincinnati and Baltimore. They're gonna Joe Flacco's gonna have to air it out because there's no run game in Baltimore, and Mike Wallace is their deep guy. He's their deep guy, but but uh, Steve Smith is their multiple catch. Like I think Willie Sneed will get more catches than Mike Wallace, but still could end up with less points. John Bryant, I'm just I think Mike Wallace has a super high floor, which is why I think you should always play him. I don't think he has a high floor. I think he has a high ce- ceiling and a low floor because he he'll get he'll get three catches. One of them may be for a big touchdown. John Bryant, Mike Wallace has only been below double digits. Twice this season. I know you love. I know you. He's love only to been below double Mike digits Wallace. twice this season. All right, I'm telling you, ten out of eleven games he scored double digits. That's a high floor, man. What about Willie Sneed? I don't like Willie Sneed against. I think the game flow is going to hurt him. 
you want a second burrito bet since we lost out last week? I think week? we're going to have to. Mike Wallace and Willie Sneed. I think Mike Wallace scores more points than Willie Sneed. I'll take it. All right. Wait, wait, wait. I want to do... I think Willie Sneed will have more catches than Mike Wallace. Well, now, hold on. <laughs> That's Mike what Wallace, I'm saying. No, but Mike That's Wallace's what game is the long, the chunk plays. Yeah, and you can't rely on that, man. I, I'm telling you that you can, because if you look at his season so far... Like I said, he's only had below double digits twice this year. I mean, I'm telling you, 9 out of 11 games, he's been double digits. Take that to the bank, John Bryant. Start that as your flex. Hold on. Let me grab Willie Sneed's numbers real quick. Um, They're not great, I'm telling you. They're bad. They're no good. They're not great. No, they're not. I'm right. Admit that I'm right about Mike Wallace. You're right, but I'm saying... He's more of a gamble than Sneed. Well, John Bryant, how are you going to bet that? I don't know. All right. We'll take, I'll, t- I'll keep the original bet. I think Willie right. Sneed will outscore Mike Wallace. All right, John Bryant, I'm going to get two burritos this week. I'm mm-hmm. telling you right now. All right. Who, who do you pick? Um, I think I got to go with Brown. You're going to go with Brown? Yeah. <clears throat> I'm going to go with Brown, too. He's got a lot of big players. He's got a lot of big players. And Brown, if you just put Mike Wallace in your lineup over Willie Sneed, you will have a guaranteed win. Don't do it. All right. Wreck-It Balls and Slackjaw Yokels. Wreck-It Balls on their bye week because Brendan, once again, did not set his lineup. He still has Blair Walshin, who has not been on an NFL team for like two weeks. And he's still playing the Packers, even though they haven't been a good defense in like six weeks. Yeah, we're going to have to wrap up the show with a little discussion about um, Brennan's antics. But for this week, yeah, it's just, yeah. why even talk about it? Whoever's playing Brennan's going to win. It's a bye. Brennan's going to put up less than 90 points. And unless you tank pers- purposely, there's no way you can lose to him. Exactly. Yeah. Last matchup, JD's All-Stars and the Space Cowboys. John Bryant, you've had two players go, and you're already outscoring Diddy, who's had three players go. Yeah. He bid on Rob Kelly like everyone else did. Rob Kelly, the game flow just didn't favor him. Theoretic had a meh game, and Eli Rogers, another victim of game flow. They went up early, they went up fast, and he only had two catches. You can only play Eli Rogers comfortably at home. You can't do that on the road. So I'm picking you this week. Yeah, me too. I think Drew Brees is going to have a hell of a game against um, L.A. I think uh, I'm also predicting I'm going to be in the highest score again this week. I'm not going to argue with that. Yeah. I think David Johnson has a great matchup against Atlanta. Delaney Walker has a great matchup against Chicago. DeMarco Murray, great matchup against Chicago. And Demarius Thomas, I mean, hell, he's always got a high ceiling. Yeah, dude, Kansas City can't stop any wide receivers that are, t- that are tall, like I said earlier. And Doug Baldwin's just been on fire. Uh, Jamie Collins, I think, is going to break uh, Eli Manning's neck this week. I love that you're going with the all-D lineup this week. I think it's a good play. Yep. Go with the all D. Just stick that D in the other team. Exactly. All right. That is your week 12 preview. And John Bryant, I hate to wrap it up on this kind of a note, but it's something something that has to be talked about. And this is league specific. So if you're not in our league, you can turn off the podcast now. Please give us that download. But to everyone else who's in the league and actually listening. And it, it, other people might just be interested to see how other leagues deal with these kind of things. And here's here's the issue. Um, one of our league uh, managers, two weeks in a row, 
has not set a correct lineup, and by that we mean he has started Blair Walsh, who's not even rostered on a on a NFL team. And his excuse is that he's overseas and behind time zones, and yet he still uses the app. That's part of the excuse. To argue with it. The other part is that he's obviously tanked this season. He's traded away all his picks, um, or he's traded away his players for picks next year. But there's still something to be said about starting a legal lineup. Exactly. To me, let's start at It's wh- okay to tank, but start a lineup. Yeah. To you, what do you think? What What is an illegal lineup? An illegal lineup is starting players who aren't playing. Yeah. Players who guys are Guys that out. are on by, guys that are out, and it's... Players and who are... Yeah. With, with the out thing, there's a little bit of leeway because sometimes it's a game-time decision and you don't know. Yeah. And There's a little uh, bit of yeah. leeway, but... I mean, Blair in Walsh, this, who hasn't been on an NFL in team case, in three weeks. Yeah, it's bad. And, and I got to say, I mean, the other dead giveaway is the fact that the Packers have been his defense for about six weeks, and they've been a shit-tier defense for I think that's something the you could... You, that's the difference between a bad lineup and a legal lineup, lineup though. You couldn't but call that an illegal lineup. I agree, lineup. but that combined with the fact that he keeps starting Blair Walsh, to me, tells me that he's not sending his lineup at all. Yeah, and... Because, I mean, a defense is one of the easiest things to stream. So what what essentially is happening is whoever's playing this guy, even though it's a kicker, let's, but it could have been anyone else. It could have yeah. been a wide receiver that got cut or injured or whatever. Whoever's playing that team that any particular week is pretty much guaranteed to win. Which, which can affect the playoff standings. Exactly. And that's where it gets, that's where the rest of the, the league doesn't like to like And the, the thing that, makes me want to speak up about it is the fact that this goes back to last year. Because if you remember last year, there were a couple of times where he, he, he played some guys who were on by, didn't mm-hmm. set his lineup. And last year, Matt Ryan had a horrible fantasy season, but he kept him in his lineup since like week three all the way through the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, no one complained because his draft worked out. It wasn't an illegal lineup. It wasn't an illegal lineup, but there were a couple of times where it's the same thing. Like, Matt Ryan was his quarterback the same way that the Packers' D is his defense this week. You know, you combine that with starting guys who are on their bye or injured, and it just it's more proof that he's not setting his lineup. Yeah. Um, all that is to be said, and what, what I think we should take away with it is, you know, it's not Brennan's fault. Well, it is his fault. It's his fault, but we all know. The fact that it we keeps all, happening over and over again is someone else's fault. Yeah. And it's our commissioner's fault. It's the commissioner's fault. They the before before that first week that he played Blair Walsh, there should you have get been one. Some, you get one, okay. But even before that, someone should have called him out on it, and that someone should be the commissioner. Well, and people did call him out on it. It was afterwards. It wasn't until like what two weeks in when the commissioner, after getting after a huge argument between Brennan and another member of the league, yeah. finally the commissioner steps in and says. Oh, don't do that anymore. Yeah. That should have happened day one. Yeah. And I think that we need a better commissioner, someone that's going to look at other people's lineups, not just his own. It's just going to make sure that everyone's following the rules, everyone's setting on a legal lineup this week, and if it doesn't happen, then there are consequences. I'm not saying bad consequences. What should have happened is after that first time he started Blair Walsh, our commissioner should have called him and said, hey, this is a verbal warning. If you do it again, you're gonna. There's gonna be consequences, which could be anything from losing you, a draft you, pick, losing a draft pick to you have to buy pizza for the draft next year. Anything, yeah, something. something, 
something that so that it doesn't happen again. And it's happened twice now, and it's become an issue. People are getting free wins when they play this. And player. it's an issue that goes back to last I had, year. And it, yes, exactly. And this is a specific circumstance where people have been kicked out of our league for very similar circumstances. And I'm not saying we should kick Brennan out of the league. No, no I, one's saying I like, that. He's a, he's no a good friend of that. mine. I want him in the league, but I want him in the league actually playing. Yeah, but if Brennan's going to be in the league, if we're going to have guys like Brennan in the league, we're going to need someone that babysits him, basically. Exactly. And so far, our commissioner hasn't done that. What has our, what has our commissioner done? He hasn't done a whole Name lot. Name one thing he's done for this league. Brennan sets up the draft, so at least he's good for that. That's true. Brennan, Brennan, Brennan gives us a space to do the draft. He sets up the draft. He doesn't pay attention during the fantasy season, but God damn it, he's a fucking champion in the draft. Yep. And yep. I got to say, Mike Shaver is also one of the least active members on the message board. Yes. And maybe it's only he when thinks, he gets called out. Maybe he thinks because he's a commissioner, he has to be above all that. But no, I think the commissioner should be one of the more competitive players in the league. The commissioner isn't the king. He's the first citizen. There are a few things that make this league really, really great. Um, one one is of them, the podcast. One is the podcast. Um, I don't want to name names, but I mean, we all know who started the podcast and who really got it up and going off the ground. I don't. Yeah, that was Tyler. Um, (laughs) one of the other things is that it's been going on for so long and um, I don't know you know I was the one that kept it going after the first year when Mikey stopped didn't want to do it anymore so I did it Uh, so oh the league the league I mean we've been doing this for 10 plus years um, and it is a league with a lot of history it has a lot of history the other thing that I think that really makes our league great the trophy great trophy great trophy John Bryant got the trophy who got the trophy I will say John Bryant not only did I get the trophy I was accused by the commissioner because he was too fucking fat, drunk, and stupid to remember this of stealing fantasy funds for a year because he forgot that he had told me it was okay to get a trophy. He accused me of that in a car full of fan- league members. What the hell's up with that? John Bryant, I will say that in addition to all you've done for the league, and to set the record straight, it is you who suggested the podcast and, and wrote me into it because I was a little lukewarm at the very beginning. Now you love it. Everyone in the league loves it. Yeah, and I will say that right over there, over your right shoulder, is a beautiful Fantasy Football Championship t-shirt that you bought for the league. Yeah, it's a cool shirt. I mean, not only do you get a trophy, you get a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I think this league is great. But it's a we, fantastic league. But it can be better. And we should make it better. And we should make it better. And I think in order to do that, we need a commissioner that can take it to the next level. John Bryant, I I nominate you for commissioner. I humbly accept your nomination, Lynn Thunder. Thank you very much. I know that a lot of people have been expecting this. You know, they've they've seen it coming. Um, I was hesitant because I do like talking shit about Mike Schaefer every week on the podcast. But enough is enough. And I think that it's time that we make our league great again. And Kill Crew, I did have to talk John Bryant into this. He did not want to be the commissioner. However, anyway, I think he should be commissioner. That's why I nominated him. That's why he is putting his hat into the ring. And send us your emails because there's going to be a debate between John Bryant and the reigning commissioner, Mike Schaefer, December 10th. Send us your emails. Send us your debate questions. And the candidates will have to answer them. Uh, I look forward to the debates because I, I think that I don't want to boast here, but I think I just am a lot more knowledgeable of fantasy football league um, things. And you, you care <laughs> a lot more. 
All right. That's the show. Sorry for the little campaign ad, ad at the end, but, you know, that's Mike Schaefer's fault. It had to be done. Yep. All right. Kill Crew, happy Thanksgiving. Happy football. See you on the gridiron. Hashtag John217. 2017. On my worst behavior. No. They used to never want to hear us. Remember? It's the 503 Killcast. I don't like your jerk off name. I don't like your jerk off face. I don't like your jerk off behavior. And I don't like you. With your host, John Bryant. You stupid, ignorant, son of a bitch, dumb bastard. Jesus Christ, I met some dumb bastards in my time, but you outdo them all. And Lynn, the Jasmine Thunder. No business bond, insecure junkyard motherfucker. Brought to you by Taco Bell. Live Moss. You don't know how to trash talk, do you? I do know how to trash talk, man. Let me give you some trash talk, okay? You know what the difference between your mama and a washing machine is? When I dump a load in the machine, the machine doesn't follow me around for three weeks. 